This is Anthems. Hello, I'm Efwa Hirsch. I'm a writer, journalist and broadcaster. Your word of the day is narrative. Narrative is life. We are born at the mercy of the world, all of us. We come into life knowing nothing and then soak up information like a sponge. And it's what we do with this information that has always fascinated me. We organize it into stories that make the world make sense to us. The reason why narrative is at the heart of us, why we have made life synonymous with storytelling, is a matter for debate. One professor, for example, looked at why the figure of the hero is such a universal concept in myths across all cultures, no matter the time and place, a study that influenced the Star Wars saga. He put it like this, Of all animals, we remain the longest at the mother's breast. Human beings are born too soon, they're unfinished, unready as yet to meet the world. Consequently, their whole defence from a universe of dangers is the mother, under whose protection the intrauterine period is prolonged. We are born so vulnerable, we rely on a mother to protect us. We need her to be a hero, our first narrative. Narrative can protect something precious. Some cultures, for example, have a narrative that the babbling of young children is a special language which the very young share with the spirit world. Only a few are gifted with the power to interpret this language, but it's important to decode it because if children don't like it here, they might go back to where they were before. You have to woo children to remain in adult life. It's the core of one of my favourite books of all time, Ben Okri's The Famished Road. It's the practice of Chinookans and other native nations in North America. It's a narrative that captures the value and vulnerability of newborn life. Narrative can also destroy. I became a storyteller to counter it. Race is a narrative which European societies invented to demonise blackness, literally demonise it. Jesus was white, the devil was black. Weddings, life, hope, promise are white. Funerals, death, mourning, darkness are black. The idea of the great white hope and the problematic black sheep. Race is a narrative because it doesn't actually exist. There is no package of genes and chromosomes that correspond to being black or brown or white. There are greater differences within races than there are between them. But when enough people believe it, narrative becomes the truth. Europeans were brainwashed over generations to believe the narrative they were given about black people, vacuous, violent, or victims. Black people were fed the same stories about ourselves, what independent Ghana's first leader Kwame Nkrumah called imperialist pap that only nourishes self-hate. Nkrumah was one of generations of Pan-Africanists who changed the story because narrative can also reclaim. The country he led to independence, the Gold Coast, was nowhere near the ancient empire of Ghana, a kingdom which existed a millennium earlier and almost 2,000 kilometers away. But naming the first black country to break free of empire after an ancient African civilization, Ghana, was the writing of a new narrative about pride in the continent's history, complexity, and power. The symbol of this new nation was taken from Marcus Garvey, who in turn took his symbol from the White Star Line, a shipping company whose fleet included the Titanic. The Black Star Line was a shipping company that would carry the African diaspora back to its motherland. The Black Star remains a symbol of freedom and black pride. Psychotherapists have found that thinking in a narrative mode, using these symbols and stories to make sense of ourselves in the world, 
has powerful advantages over rational thinking. It's ironic, really, because one thing I've learned as I've self-educated about race and history was that European culture created the idea that it was rational, whereas black cultures like the one I come from, with their storytelling, proverbs and magic, were based on spurious narratives. But actually, as famous anthropologist Roger Sanyek once said, European ideas like race are the biggest hocus-pocus of all. Marble cake, crazy quilt and tutti-frutti, he wrote, are all better metaphors of human physical variability than the number of races of mankind. But then all life is narrative. We dream, think, converse, write, entertain, illustrate, act, play, create, self-identify, experience order and chaos, all in narrative. What matters is who writes them. And right now we are writing a new one. We are telling our own stories, elevating our own genius. It's Beyonce's Melanin, My Drip is Skin Deep. It's George the Poet, Electric Slide. It's the mayor of Bristol, Marvin Reese's Coulston Should Have Come Down a Long Time Ago. It's Chimamanda, We Teach Girls to Shrink Themselves. It's cricketer Michael Holding's story of Lewis Howard Latimer, who invented the carbon filament. It's Colin Kaepernick's knee. It's current Ghana president Nana Okufuado telling France that it doesn't want European handouts. It's first Ghana president Kwame Nkrumah's African Renaissance. It's Maya Angelou's Still I Rise. That's how I'm writing my narrative. What are you using for yours? Narrative, definition, noun, a spoken or written account of connected events, a story. <laughs> 